Hello, my loves. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three ways to get out of living and limiting beliefs and self-doubt so that you can thrive. I'm super excited. Every single step that I share is actionable. You can begin implementing it and practicing it today. I use this with everything that I want to improve on. If there's an area of my life where I feel like I'm struggling, I do these three steps and I also teach these to a lot of my clients. So I'm super excited for you to tune in. And before we get to the episode, I want to share with you a new, very exciting offer and option as a way to work with me on a deeper level. I have been offering one-on-one coaching for years and I've never offered a group coaching program with one-on-one support mixed in. Aside from 12-week programs and six-week programs where we have this main outcome, such as my Money Magnet program or my Love Embodied program, instead of doing a program like that, this is actually a monthly group coaching program. This is for all of the people who feel a call to working with me one-on-one and have asked me, hey, Alicia, I feel really called to receiving this customized, individualized support, coaching, and healing. However, I don't want to make that significant of a financial investment in myself at this current moment in time. So inside of this monthly group coaching program, I'll be teaching you how to transform into the you that you desire to be through step-by-step support and accountability and changing your daily habits, shifting your mindset and energy, and building the life of your dreams. I'm so excited. And what's so incredible about this program or what I think is really creative and provides a lot of freedom and autonomy is that there's no commitment. So you apply... And if and when you are accepted, you make your small monthly investment, you experience transformation, coaching, and support throughout the month, and then you have the choice of continuing for another month, or you feel complete and you say, okay, I've embodied these tools, I've received coaching and support, and I'm ready to do this on my own now. We all have different levels of support that we need. I personally have been receiving coaching and support for many years, both one-on-one at certain times and in group settings at certain times. And it really just depends on where you're at and what you feel like you need at the time. So the setup of the group coaching program is four weekly 60-minute live group sessions with me. And they'll alternate each week. So we'll have two one-hour live group coaching calls where I'll be teaching lessons that support you in your transformational process, offer on-the-spot coaching, and answer questions from the group. And then we have two live group breathwork sessions with me that are for deep healing and transformation. These alternate. So it will be week one, the coaching call, then the breathwork healing session, then the coaching call, then the breathwork healing session for a total of four weeks. And 
we have a daily group chat on Voxer. It's this messaging app for accountability, celebrations, community support. I read all of the messages once a day, Monday through Friday, and I respond. And this is so incredible for transformation. And it's what I did at the beginning of my coaching journey with one-on-one clients where I could really support my clients in real time. So if they're going through an emotional experience, a challenge, they have a question and they don't want to wait until the next week, they can receive support at that time, which creates just this expedited process of healing. Instead of needing to wait an entire week to receive support, you can receive it nearly every single day. So I'm excited to have that as a part of this group coaching program. And then of course, you also receive new friends and community on a journey similar to you, which is deeply healing and supportive in the transformational process. I'll be sharing with every client inside my daily habit tracker and my magic morning journaling for tracking and accountability and manifestation and access to the online healing center. So the online healing center is my monthly membership where I teach breathwork twice throughout the month. I teach a new body love workout class and a live group hypnotherapy session with a certified hypnotherapist for inner healing and transformation. And you get access to the Online Healing Center growing library full of all prior meditations, breathwork sessions, workouts, members-only programs. Oh my goodness, there's so much in there and it just grows and grows every single month. And the intention with every single thing inside of the Online Healing Center is to support you in creating and facilitating and nurturing deep inner peace, happiness, and transformation. If you feel a call to joining this monthly group coaching program, I would be honored to see your application come through. And we have a very special price right now because it is the beta round. So it's the first round that I'm offering this. We're offering it at a very special rate. You can find the link to apply and all of the details at aliciamcneil.com forward slash coaching. You can also click the link in the description of this episode to learn more and apply. Now grab a cozy cup and let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Breathe and Receive podcast. My name is Alicia McNeil, and I am here to help you manifest and enjoy the life, relationships, and business of your dreams. I believe that each one of us is uniquely designed, and as we become more aligned with the truth of who we are, life becomes much easier, and we get to simply sit back, breathe, and receive all that life has to offer to us. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it brings some entertainment, laughter, and transformation to your day. If it does, it would mean the world to me that you share it with a friend or tag me on social media. Now let's get to the show. Hello, lovers, and welcome to another episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering one of the questions that I was asked on Instagram yesterday. I did a poll, a question and answer poll, and someone asked me, Alicia, what is one of the best ways that you help people get out of limiting beliefs and self-doubt in order that they can thrive or so that they can thrive? 
I cannot wait to answer this question for you. You might have seen that I shared a response on my Instagram story, but I just need to go into more depth and detail because this was huge for me in my life. And it's huge. It's like a huge part of what we focus on with uh, clients and in any program that I teach and offer. Now, I'll preface this conversation to let you know that I am currently on a walk. I got back to Denver yesterday. I was visiting family in Indiana for a few weeks, and uh, it's sunny and beautiful out. So I'm walking Theo, my roommate's dog. It's weird calling like one of your best friends your roommate, but it's always what I say when I'm living with someone. Um, and if you hear wind, cars, trains, if you hear me a little bit out of breath, <laughs> it's because I'm on a walk, okay? But this felt like the right energy and space to uh, do my podcast in. And if you know anything about me and my business, I trust my intuition completely when doing anything. So this feels good. Um, you may also notice that this podcast and this week's newsletter is coming a little bit late. That is because on Friday night or a few days ago, my laptop caught on fire from the inside. <laughs> which I still find hilarious. I mean, everyone's fine. It burnt my pinky, like, just slightly. Um, But it was just shocking. And anyway, uh, what a perfect week for that to happen. I've had it for seven years. I got it in 2015, a MacBook Pro. And it's Black Friday week, so all the laptops are in sale. So it actually couldn't have happened at a more aligning time. Apple said that my laptop is vintage, which sounds super trendy, but basically it meant that there was nothing they could do about it, which again is fine. That laptop served me well for nearly a decade. So moving forward, I'm excited to share this conversation with you and these steps. So they asked me what's one of the best ways. I'm going to share with you three, okay? The three top ways of getting out of limiting beliefs, really rewiring them and moving through self-doubt so that you can thrive in any area of your life. The first thing I want to share is reflectors. Reflectors. If you've ever heard this term, I'm not even sure if it's a very common term used in manifestation and inner healing, but I call other people who are doing something that I would like to do and I can see myself in them. So it's someone who has a similar background to mine, someone who has been through emotions and challenges that I've been through, and they're succeeding in a certain area of life that I would like to succeed in. These are people who are reflectors. They are reflecting back to me who I get to be, what I get to do, because if it's possible for them, then it's possible for me. There is no one on this planet that is unique and special enough that success can't happen for them. It just doesn't make sense. It can happen for anyone and everyone. But I didn't always believe that. I think I've probably had many coaches over the years share with me that truth, that if I can do it, you can do it too. And I could not believe that to be more true because there has been so many moments where I've doubted myself. I thought, how could I possibly succeed in this area of life? And then I would go out and I would look for people who are doing it, who are similar to me. 
And I would say, if they can do it, I can do it too. So that's one of the quickest and easiest ways to move through limiting beliefs and self-doubt. And you may find that this works for you in certain areas and not in others. So for example, healing emotional and binge eating. This was huge for me years ago when I was struggling so much with my relationship with food and my body and thoughts about food exercise and my body were literally like 80 to 90% of all of my mental energy and focus. I truly thought I would suffer with it for the rest of my life, that healing wasn't possible, that everyone who was on a diet had an eating disorder. I mean, everything I saw in life was filtered through the glasses that I was wearing at the time. And the only way that I could believe that it was possible for me to heal was through seeing examples of people who had a very similar story through reading books. Um, my first, well, one of the first coaches and mentors that I hired, her name's Samantha Scaly, and she has this book called Hungry for Happiness. And as I was reading it, I was just crying because I felt so seen, like her inner world and her struggles and her suffering is so similar to mine. And if she can do it, then I can do it too. So that can relate to any area of life. I mean, I, the only way I would have ever become an entrepreneur is because I, w I saw other people teaching things similar to what I teach and having this time freedom, being able to travel, being able to create what they want to create, charge what they want to charge, market the way they want to market. So please know, please know that everyone is a reflection of what you get to create. And we have all of these different lifelines that we get to travel down. It's kind of like all of these different roads. Anytime I'm making a decision throughout my week, I, I like tune into, okay, what would feel the best? Like, for example, Sam and I were just talking about dinner tonight and because we're going to Dallas tomorrow and we have no food in the fridge, we're gonna go out for dinner. And I was tuning into, okay, hmm, what would it feel like to have sushi tonight? What would it feel like to have illegal pizza, which is like the Chipotle of Denver, it's so good. What would it feel like to have whole foods? You know, um, whenever I am choosing a travel experience, I tune into what would it feel like to go to Texas? What would it feel like to go to Costa Rica? What would it feel like to go to Europe? And I know that all of these options are available. Uh, dating people, going to hang out with friends, like there are limitless, infinite options at every given moment of the day. So we're not limited. We have an abundance of options. The question is, what would feel the best? What would feel the most right? What would feel the most aligning and activating and inspiring to my soul and to my heart? And it's the same with people in our life. Like there are reflections of people that we might not necessarily want to go down that path. There are reflections of people where we most definitely don't want to go down the path. If you see someone, you know, suffering and struggling and addicted to drugs, that of course is a path that we can go down. But you don't have to choose that path. You don't have to see them and say, oh, what I see in them is my future. You get to choose who do I want to look up to? Who do I want 
to say, okay, if they can do it, I can do it too. You can use me if you relate to me in any of the stories I've shared about my challenges. If you see something that I've moved through and you want to move through that too, or you want to create it in your life, know that you get to do it. Okay. So that is like the quickest and easiest way to move through. And in some areas of life, it's just not that easy. It's not that easy to move through your limiting beliefs. There's like more energetic and emotional charge around certain beliefs and certain self-doubt. So that moves me to the second thing I want to share with you. Okay, there's three things total. So I shared the first. The second thing I want to share with you is how to build self-confidence and self-trust. The quickest and easiest way to create self-doubt to create limiting beliefs and to not feel confident in your ability to thrive and succeed is by breaking commitments with yourself. Listen to that again, write it down, write it down 10 times. (laughs) This is huge and it will absolutely transform your life if you just stick to this one thing. When you tell yourself, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and you don't do it. You have just created self-doubt and you have just reinforced the belief that I can't do it. For example, I used to tell myself, I'm gonna exercise in the morning, right when I wake up, knowing that I wasn't going to, but I wanted to, so I told myself I would. But if I really took a moment to pause and get real realistic with myself, I knew I wasn't going to do that shit. I knew I wanted to have a coffee. I wanted to, you know, read a little. I wanted to connect, then work out or then go to a certain workout class. I wasn't being realistic with my commitments. Every commitment I would make was like an ideal list of what I wanted to be like, but it wasn't who I was and it wasn't actually what I wanted and it wasn't realistic to something that I could follow through with. So... Every time I broke that commitment with myself, I reinforced a limiting belief that I am not good at working out, that I'm inconsistent, that I'm lazy. Now, that didn't have to be true if I was more realistic with the commitments I made with myself. If you are the kind of person who says, I'm going to pay my bills, I'm going to complete all these things on my to-do list, and you notice that you do not complete the things that you say you're gonna do, this is what creates self-doubt. And it reinforces the belief that I'm bad with money, that I can't do hard things, that um, let's say you make plans to be social and you don't go, that I am an introvert, which actually can be a very limiting belief. I used to believe that I was introverted, Uh, But actually, I just had extreme social anxiety. I'm not introverted. I recharge um, when I'm alone. I mean, everyone's like a mix of introverted and extroverted. I know for myself, I'm very extroverted. Like after spending a day by myself, I need to get out and go to a coffee shop and just be around people. If even if I'm not talking to anyone like that gives my body energy and I need time alone. But telling myself I was an introvert was actually a limiting belief to keep me from having to move through social anxiety. So there's so many examples here and I'm sure you can 
think of a few ways that you create this self-fulfilling prophecy of your limiting beliefs by not sticking to the commitments you make with yourself. So this moves me to how to create that self-confidence, that self-trust, that belief in yourself. And it's not just through listening to you know, a motivating podcast or telling yourself you believe in yourself. It's to build it over time. I think there's a book or, you know, a common saying called, not called, it's like a sentence. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Getting 1% better every single day. I, there may be a book out on it. I haven't read it. I mean, just the sentence itself makes a lot of sense. If you choose to get 1% better every day, then by the end of the month, you are 30% better. By the end of the year, you are 30% better times 12, which is 12, 24, 36, 360% better. That is huge. And what people tend to do when they get excited about thriving and making a transformation is they have this all or nothing mentality. I used to have this a lot. Maybe you can relate. It's kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this diet. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to cut out all foods that aren't good for me. And then three days later, it's so hard. You give up and binge, which, you know, as you all know, that was my pattern for many years. And I'm very passionate about sharing my experience with it and my healing because it was so debilitating at the time. And it's the same with any area of your life. If you have that all or nothing mentality, if you give yourself a to-do list or you set 10 goals at once, it's not realistic because creating new habits take time. You have to rewire your neural pathways. So if you commit to getting 1% better each day, it is extremely realistic that you can um, keep your commitment to yourself. It is extremely realistic that you will follow through on what you say you're going to do. And that means it is extremely realistic and probable that you will gain confidence and self-trust. So an example of this is Let's say making your bed in the morning. Let's say you don't make your bed in the morning, but you want to be a cleaner person, more organized. That can be your 1%. For three weeks, that's your goal. I make my bed every single morning. And what's so great about setting such a small goal is that it's easy to move through the resistance. Like, let's say you are building that habit. You probably will, for a few days, wake up and not want to make your bed. But you tell yourself, you know what? This is my one goal for the day. Like, of course I'm going to do it. You do it. You move through that resistance. And you celebrate yourself. After a few weeks, it becomes a habit. This is one of the most basic habits that I had built. I used to never make my bed. And I felt unorganized and cluttered and, uh, you know, whatever else. And now it's the first thing that I do in the morning and it really sets the tone for, you know, me going to my next habit, which is drinking water and, you know, flowing throughout my day. We are our habits. Like we are our habits. So if there's something you don't like about yourself, you get to change it. Just don't go in with the all or nothing mentality of I need to change everything today. 
because that's where we fail. If you tell yourself, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to start working out every day, I'm going to eliminate gluten, I'm going to drink loads of water, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to post on Instagram every day, I'm going to go on a few dates this week or dates with my partner, I'm going to uh, wash my hair four times, you know, whatever the goals are, and none of those are your habits, then whenever you go and you like knock two off, you may feel confident and then you already feel drained just imagining having to do all of these new behaviors because that's what happens when we are engaging in a new behavior. It takes a lot of our energy because it hasn't moved to the part of our brain that is automatic. So everything you do now that you don't love that you do and you, you want to change, it's in the automatic part of your brain. But you get to change that. And you have to really zoom out and look at your life. Like you are becoming the kind of person you want to be for life. Not for a week, not for a vacation, not for a few days. So allow yourself to really zoom out and look at your life and realize the change is not going to happen overnight. You're not going to go from, you know, uh, feeling awful to feeling amazing for the rest of your life. You're not going to go from suffering to thriving overnight, but I do want you to know that it is 100% possible for you if you really do it in a smart way that works, that truly, truly works, which is becoming 1% better every day, creating a commitment that you can stick to, and building that self-confidence over time. I'm like out of breath and Theo's pulling me, but hey, it's kind of fun. I feel like we're on a walk together, on a hot girl walk together. Maybe you're hot girl walking right now. That'd be cool. (laughs) If you're hot girl walking and listening to this episode, even if you're not a girl, please send me a photo. It will make my life. Um, So I'm just going to recap that to make it super freaking clear. Stop over committing. Stop the all or nothing thinking. Create one goal that you intend to stick to for, for life, you know, or for at least the next three to four weeks, some things you don't want to do for the rest of your life. Um, and that's okay, but choose something that you really, really are confident you can stick to and just stop like, uh, committing to things that you know, you're not going to do. It doesn't mean you can't plan for certain things, but don't make that promise to yourself and watch over time. You are going to grow so much self-confidence and so much belief in yourself. I remember I used to set small goals and when I would accomplish them, I would tell myself like, Alicia, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. And then the next week it felt like, wow, I can do hard things. I can change patterns. I can do this. And slowly but surely over time, I went from absolutely doubting myself in all areas of life to truly believing that I am unstoppable, that I can do anything I set my mind to, that anything is possible for me. And that really came through creating commitments and sticking to them. All right, so now you've got the first two points, and now I will move on to the third. 
this is something I shared on my Instagram story when I replied to the question. And it's a journaling practice that I love to do for myself and with clients whenever there's a lot of limiting beliefs around a certain topic, okay? So first, you want to get clear on the topic that you want to work through. It can be relationships, health, business, self-love, anything. And if you're feeling like, okay, Alicia, I want to work through all of these areas, choose whichever one feels the most important to you. I recommend working on your relationship with yourself first and foremost, because once you have that solid relationship with yourself, then every other area can flourish and evolve and thrive with more ease. So once you have the topic, you want to, uh, the first step is to write down every single limiting belief that you have. A limiting belief, a negative belief, every single one, okay? Then step two is to go through all of the limiting beliefs and read them either in your head or out loud. And as you're reading them, notice which ones seem just silly because oftentimes we'll have these beliefs in our mind and once we write them down and speak them aloud, we're like, that is hilarious that I believe that. Like, that is so not true. So that's great. That can just like get us over certain fears and limiting beliefs immediately. And then you'll notice some that have more of an emotional charge. So maybe as you read it, you feel anxiety or a tightness in your chest or belly, fear, sadness, you know, some sort of negative emotion or feeling. When you notice that, circle that one and or, or mark a star, you know, something like that. These beliefs are more energetically and emotionally charged. What this means is, you know, our thoughts send the signal out into the universe and our energy and emotions draw the experience back to us. So these beliefs are the reason that you are receiving a mirrored reflection of your inner world in your outer world, okay? One of my favorite things to say is a mirror can't smile until you do. If you want your outer world to reflect joy and love and peace, then we need to shift that within yourself. And if you're noticing that these certain beliefs and fears are creating this negative sensation in your body, that means they feel very true for you and they feel scary or upsetting to you. And that's creating this like frown or you know, negative reaction in the mirror that is reflecting back to you your outer world. So what we do is we tell ourselves how these beliefs are not true. Oh God, I just fucking love being a human because we have the consciousness and the ability to recognize, okay, this belief is actually not true for me. I'm gonna choose a new one. We have the ability to shift our beliefs which will shift our world. And if you are like a very scientific person who doesn't believe me, I totally get that. And I'm a very science person as well. There's a lot of science that proves this. You can read The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton or Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Svenza. Those are two really great books that break down the science of belief and how it creates our outer world. So the third thing you want to do is on a new sheet of paper for every single belief that you wrote down, you want to rewrite 
a belief, a corresponding belief that is positive. And the most important thing is that it makes you feel good. So you don't want to necessarily lie to yourself. So let's say you have a limiting belief of, I am broke and money is hard to make. You don't want to write, I am wealthy and a millionaire because you're not going to believe that. If you believe that and it feels good in your body, then you can write that and say it and calibrate to it and it'll be great. What you want to write is something that feels really good. So for example, I'm in the process of believing that I'm magnetic to money. Saying I'm in the process is a very quick way to shortcut a belief system and a belief you want to believe. You can just say, I'm in the process of believing that I'm finding the love of my life. I'm in the process of believing in myself. So I'm going to share with you three examples of limiting beliefs and then a new belief that you can write or say, think, and believe that may feel really good for you. The first one is no one's going to buy this program for me. This can also be no one's going to work with me as a client. No one's going to buy my product. No one's going to give me a raise or give me a job. So the new belief is the problem I solve is wanted and needed. I'm in the process of believing in my greatness. If someone else like me can do it, then of course I can do it too. What I teach transformed my own life. It worked for me, so it will work for others too. It is inevitable that I will succeed. It is inevitable that I will feel fulfilled in my work. I don't need to rush it. I trust in the timing of my life. The next limiting belief is, I'm never going to find the man, woman, or person that I'm meant to be with. And a new belief could be, there's billions of people on this planet. One of them has to be an incredible match for me. They will find me in the perfect time. And for now, I'm going to focus on loving myself and my life so that when we meet, they only add to my joy. They aren't the source of it. I'm excited to meet them. I can imagine what it will feel like to have their arms around me, holding me. It feels so comforting and loving. And now for the third limiting belief. I'm afraid something bad will happen if I take a chance. So this can also be you know, anything that you feel called to do if you're afraid something bad will happen. And the new beliefs can be I'm more afraid of being on my deathbed, looking back at my life with regret at all the opportunities I didn't take because I was too afraid. I can handle challenges. I am in the process of becoming my most courageous and bold self. This will all be worth it. Now feel free to write down, say, repeat any of the beliefs I shared that feel really good for you. And all you want to do when you're doing this third step, you can write one sentence, you can write five, just write something that feels good for you, that feels true, that you can get behind. And then you want to have this list and read it to yourself daily. You can even uh, record like a voice note on your phone and of you saying these new beliefs and read them to yourself and, and play it to yourself each day. This is going to rewire your brain and your subconscious mind and your conscious mind to believing in yourself, to believing in your greatness, to believing that success is inevitable for you in all areas of life because it is when you believe. 
Okay, my loves. So I hope this podcast episode was helpful for you. I hope you had fun on our hot girl walk if you did it with me. (laughs) I'm back in warmth now. I ended up running into some friends, some neighborhood. It's so cute. The neighbors here all just kind of meet in the park down the road and the dogs run around and play. So I'm back in the cozy warmth now, finishing up the episode and... If it supported you and you feel like it'll support a friend or a family member or your community, please share it with them. And it would mean the world to me if you tagged me on social media or sent me a message sharing with me your takeaways from this episode. And if you subscribe to the episode, write a review and email it to support at com. You will receive, or you will be uh, put into the drawing of receiving a mug. Okay, so I have made these custom breathe and receive mugs that I'm obsessed with. You know, I love my coffee dates. I love my coffee dates with you. Today it was a mobile coffee date while we were walking. At the end of each month, I draw a winner to receive a free mug. And if you feel called to becoming your best self, to thriving, to believing in yourself deeply and experiencing your own greatness, manifesting your best life, loving yourself deeply, then my group coaching program may be for you. We begin December 6th. You can apply through the link in my bio. And if you feel beyond that, that you actually not only want to manifest your best life, but teach and coach others how to do the same, then you can apply for the Manifestation Coach Certification. We begin January 16th. However, early enrollment tuition ends this next week. So if you want to apply and receive a reduced tuition rate, then I would do so before November 29th. The link for both the group coaching program and the manifestation coach certification applications are all linked in the description of this episode. I love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful, magical, wonderful day. And just know that I believe in you. I believe in your greatness. I believe you can do hard things. And I believe in the midst of that, you get to experience so much pleasure and joy and ease as well. I'll see you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or tagged me on social media. I love you and I hope you have a beautiful, magical day.